Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. How are you guys doing today? It is Mom Strong International Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, March 20th. I'm going to be talking with you a little bit about the Bible study that we're doing as a group over at Mom Strong International this month. We're talking about legacy. That's, that's the theme for the month of March. And I'm going to ask you a question this morning. How do you handle it? When things are parentally difficult, and by difficult, I mean you want to lock yourself in a room with a box of Kleenex and some ice cream. If that's you and you're struggling to know what to do when you bump up against the hard things that threaten your legacy as a mother or a father, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so this is a busy week for me. We certainly appreciate your prayers. My my husband and I will be in Northwest Arkansas, in Rogers, Arkansas, for the Teach Them Diligently convention. This is the first of the year for Teach Them Diligently, and you guys know I love to come and speak to families. I've actually written a whole new series of workshops for the season, and I'm very excited. I'm going to be talking about the culture and encouraging you in your role as parents parents uh, shepherding your children in a post-Christian age. So come on out to Teach Them Diligently in Rogers, Arkansas this weekend. I am thrilled to be there, and you guys are going to love it. Next weekend, this is a crazy talk for me, right? So my husband and I will fly home on Sunday, and then we're going to get in our car. Moment of silence. Mm-mm. We're going to get in our car and we are going to drive to Nashville. So we will see several of you there. I hope to meet a bunch of you. We're going to be taking the four children with us who are still at home. We've got a high school senior with us, so we're excited to spend some time with Spencer before he graduates. Some of you may have heard him here at the podcast. He will be with us for the next three events along with three of our other children. Then I will be at Answers for Women. Uh, I'm thrilled about that. That conference, Sacred, talking about human sexuality and God's design for sex in the culture and how we talk to our children and raise them in this culture. So really excited about that. That is uh, the 5th of April at the Answers in Genesis Ark Encounter. Super excited about that. And then the following weekend, our family will be at Teach Them Diligently Waco. So lots of stuff going on. I hope you guys will come out and say hello so I can just hug your neck. I'm excited about that. Today, I want to take you a little bit into the Bible study that we are doing at MomStrong International. You guys know that it is my passion to see you get off the bench and onto the battlefield. I want to encourage you to make the study of the Word of God a priority in your life. So when I introduced this podcast, I asked a question, how do you handle things when it's difficult with your children, when you're struggling with that that little one who's just not getting the lesson that you're trying to teach, or you have a teenager who's acting in a rebellious manner, or maybe you're struggling through an attitude correction and you're trying to figure out how to do it. Well, I'm going to encourage you today, give you several things that are straight out of one section of our MomStrong International study this month. I want to encourage you to arm yourself with preparatory measures ahead of time. So that means it's extra time that we spend in the scriptures. It's because it's coming alongside each other in prayer. And I'm telling you what, this will give you the tools that you need for battle because God has specifically chosen you to raise your child. 
And sometimes I hear from parents who feel frustrated, either they're homeschooling and they feel frustrated by that, or they feel like they're failing out on the battlefield of the culture. And God did not make a mistake when he gave your child to you. So the first thing that you want to do, I'm going to encourage you just to have courage. Over and over in God's word, we read, do not be afraid, have courage. Uh, last week, I hosted a meeting at the Homeschool Resource Center talking about the um, comprehensive sex education curriculum that's being pushed in our schools right now. You guys, if I told you what was actually in that curriculum, you would be weeping. You would be weeping. The things that they are teaching our children as young as kindergarten, bold-faced lies. This requires courage in the culture. It requires us to stand firm. And so I, we opened the resource center and we said, we're going to educate parents in our area about what's going on. And then we're going to take buses and we're going to drive to Olympia and actually stand in front of lawmakers and say, no more not on our watch. Women and men, it takes courage in the culture right now. You heard my friend Bill Jack on the podcast this week talking about the four things he believes are really hurting our culture right now. We've begun to question the existence of truth, and that has led us to a moral bankruptcy in our culture. And I'm telling you what, the CSE, this curriculum that they're pushing to children, and it takes all different kinds of names around the country, depending on where you live. But I'm telling you it is moral morally bankrupt at its foundation and that moral bankruptcy that's and by morally bankrupt I mean we are pushing things like homosexuality we're pushing gender neutrality we're pushing transgenderism on these children and what that's causing is confusion and when you mix that with a with a generation of Christians who are biblically illiterate and by that I mean, we no longer know God's word and we cannot defend it because we are living in a season of biblically illiterate men and women of faith. And so that's the, well, that's a huge part of why I started Mom Strong International was just to say, come back to the authority of the word of God. Because that, that biblical illiteracy that we see in the church today is literally leading us down a road that we're going to have a hard time coming back from. Bill said his fourth point was that we have a lack of concern for liberty in the culture right now. So the church is saying, hey, how about we just hole up and we will will study the word around our kitchen table, but we won't actually get out into the culture and be the salt and the light that God asks us to be. And as parents, we need that now more than ever. So somebody asked me the other day, you know, you must have just been so full of courage to get on that bus and drive up to Olympia. You guys, I didn't want to get up at 3.30 in the morning to catch a 4.30 bus to Olympia. I don't I don't want to go up there and be picked at and yelled at and have uh, protesters get in my face. This has nothing to do with a lack of being afraid. It has everything to do with believing that what God says is true. And either we believe it or we don't. And if we do believe it, our lives should reflect it. Our lives should reflect it. And so as you come up against tough things in your parenting, I want to encourage you back to God's word. The first thing that we do when we realize we're up against a hard thing is to stand firm. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, starting in verse 2, we read this, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct rebuke and encourage with great 
patience and careful instruction. That careful instruction, men and women, is the study of and the knowledge of and the right application of God's word. I'm going to skip down to uh, verse five for just a minute. It says, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Men and women, your primary ministry are the little people that call you mom and dad. For those of you who are listening and your people aren't so little, they're still your primary ministry. The nice thing about having children get older and begin to leave our home is that it hopefully frees up our time to begin to continue ministering in the culture. That's why I'm taking a bus up to Olympia, right? Because we want our lives and that saltiness, that salt and light. I loved what Bill Jack said, that we are like lighted arrows, arrows on fire out into the culture. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And I want to ask you, are you lighting your world? Are you getting off the bench and onto the battlefield? The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, for a time is coming when people will no longer put up with sound teaching. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a number of teachers to say whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. And that's when he goes on to say, but you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist and discharge the duties of your ministry. If our primary ministry is to love and teach our children, then that's what God asks us to do. And we've got to do it in every situation. And the cost is high. What is the cost of spiritually parenting our children? and our spiritual children. In other words, the the people that God gives us. If you want to know, all you got to do is go one verse farther in 2 Timothy chapter 4, because verse 6 says this. This is the Apostle Paul. He said, I am already being poured out like a drink offering for the time of my departure is near. Paul's recognizing he's going to give his life for this. But we want to be able to say at the end of our lives that we did what God asked us to do. In verse 7, Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but to also to all who have longed for his appearing. You see, men and women, we have amazing things to look forward to. We have the presence of God to look forward to. This world is not our home. We're just passing through. Make it count. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do when you're frustrated and you need courage is to stand firm, is to stand firm. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is to trust God in every situation. We trust God and we learn to pray, to cry out to him. God says that he hears our prayers. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, we see this illustrated so beautifully. Again, the Apostle Paul talking to the church in Philippi, and he says, Be confident in this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it through to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So until the, until the Lord comes back again, God says, I am always at work, and I am going to finish 
in you what I began. Did you know that, mom and dad? Your kids, with your prayerful instruction and you praying for them and teaching them, God says in his word, I will finish in your children what I have begun in them through you. Now, I don't know about you, but that encourages me. That encourages me. God says, don't be afraid. Stand firm. I am always at work. I will finish what I have begun. That is God's heart for you. In Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 to 11, we read, I pray that your love will grow more and more. The Bible says that they will know we are Christians by what? By our love by our love. And we are not loving anyone when we stay on the sidelines and refuse to engage because of fear, because we're protecting our children, because of whatever it is. God says, get out there and let them know that you love them. He says, let your love be based on knowledge and understanding. Then you will be able to know what is best. Then you will be pure and without blame for the day when Christ returns. You will be filled with the fruit of right living produced by Jesus. All these things bring glory and praise to God. We've been talking about this a lot at the podcast, that God is resolutely committed to his own glory, and he wants your life to bring him glory. He wants your life to bring him glory in your parenting, even when things are hard. When you're frustrated with that child or you feel like you're not getting through, the Bible says, stand firm. Trust God and pray over that situation. Pray more and more. Father, help my love to increase for this child. Help my love to increase for these people in this situation. I'm asking you, Lord, for wisdom. Help me to know what to do. The next thing we want to learn to do is to get out of the way. We've seen now that God speaks powerfully to us, right? In Isaiah chapter 48, verses 10 to 11. I'm going to let you look that up with with relief. If you've got your Bible, Isaiah chapter 48, uh, God has a lot to, to say to us. Well, first of all, he's talking to a very stubborn Israel. But now he's he's saying, I am refining you. He says, see, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, For my own sake, I do this. How can I let myself be defamed? I will not yield my glory to another. God is resolutely committed to his own glory. Get out of his way. What is his purpose, do you think, when your kids are going through hard things? We know what his purpose is because he says, I'm refining you. I am refining you. I am making you into the image of my son. More and more. And he will do it. Uh, through the hard things in your life. You guys have heard me say this before. I believe that God does the best work in our lives, not in the shallow places, but in the deep. So get out of God's way. Let him do what he has to do and then stay the course. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18, we read this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. So mom, if you're struggling today, listen to me. Don't lose heart. If you're struggling with illness, if you're struggling through disease, if you're struggling through feeling like you're alone in the culture, Paul says, don't lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, 
but what is unseen is eternal. So the Apostle Paul is saying, fix your eyes on what you know is going to last forever. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. And if you do that, if you will stay the course, if you won't lose heart, that the glory is coming that we can't even imagine. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, because the promise is this, inward, God is renewing us day by day. We've spent some time this week at MomStrong International at the Bible study talking about some hard stuff. We have. And moms, just like it's easier to clean the toilet yourself rather than teach your adolescent to do it, it's also easier to get your kids to fall into line by displaying socially acceptable manners to them rather than trying to access their hearts and train them in righteousness. You see, legacies that smell of the beautiful fragrance of Jesus are not born from half-hearted attempts at conversation once every few months. Like the people who've poured into our lives with legacy that has drawn us to Christ, we need to determine before God that we're willing to be poured out like a drink offering in order for our generation to have a firm foundation in Christ. That's what we want to do. We want to talk about the truths of the Ten Commandments with our children when we sit in our homes and when we walk along the road in everyday life. This is what God prescribes as a recipe for legacy. He says, sweet mom, fall in love with me. He says, father of your children, dad, listen to me, fall in love with me, embrace my commands, bring them into your homes in every way and watch what I will do in your generation. That is God's heart for you. I want to encourage you today off the bench and onto the battlefield. We can't pass on what we don't possess. Mom and dad, if you want to see your kids walk in a right relationship, let them see you do it first. If you want to see your kids be able to be strong in the culture and stand up for their faith and be the salt and light that God has asked them to be, it starts with you. For those of you who are listening to this today, you don't have children yet, or maybe you're a teenager and you're wondering, what does this mean for me? It means that God is at work in your life and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And God will equip you for every good work. So stand firm and walk in a way that pleases God. God has something amazing for you as you walk with him. I want to encourage you, if you haven't joined me yet already, join us at momstronginternational.com. It's a great way, by the way, for you to support this podcast and you support the ministry that we do, that we reach out to families every week. That, that Bible study is just $2 and some change every week. And for your $2, you're going to get a beautifully illustrated, well-thought-out, deep Bible study that will take you into the Word of God and teach you how to study God's Word for yourself. So this month, we're talking about a legacy and what it means to leave a legacy for our children and to have our hearts cry, be, Father, make me more like Jesus. That's what we want. That's what we want our children to see. And that is God's heart for you as you raise your children in a culture that has rejected the Lord. God has so much more for you than the world would have you believe. So hang on to that today. God is building a legacy through your family and through your faith that you can pass on to the next generation and the generation after that. 
We love you guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. It encourages us greatly if you leave reviews for this podcast over at iTunes. I also want to encourage you, if you haven't left a review for Becoming Mom Strong yet over at Amazon, we would love to see those reviews soar into uh, the thousands over there. Right now, we're at about 350 reviews. Man, we'd love to see more of them. And so if you could get over there, if you've read Becoming Mom Strong or Prayers for the Battlefield, or you have my new book, Bible Promises for Moms, if you could hop over to Amazon and leave reviews for those books and tell people why they should have a copy of Becoming Mom Strong in their personal library. We would greatly appreciate that. I want to thank you guys so much for listening, and I'm looking forward to seeing so many of you uh, in the weeks to come at, uh, at Teach Them Diligently in Arkansas, at Answers for Women in Kentucky. I'll see you at Teach Them Diligently Nashville and again in Waco. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Wednesday, and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.